All right, welcome back to another edition of the 1% North Balding Athletics Podcast. Today on the show, we have Mr. Jason Freeman, who's our county athletic director. Uh, Mr. Freeman's also a big-time mentor of myself. I uh, think the world of this guy, if you go around and ask about uh, Mr. Freeman, you will not find anybody who can speak a negative word. Just an awesome guy, great person to look up to. Uh, character is at the highest, and we're very glad he is leading um, Paulding County Athletics. So it's a real privilege and a real treat to have the county athletic, athletic director. He also wears several different hats with the county, uh, but it's a really good day here on a Friday morning to be recording with Mr. Jason Freeman. Uh, his family, got an awesome family with uh, his wife, Laura, and Ella Kate, and Kylie, and uh, always puts his family and faith first, and we're very, very thankful for that. Mr. Freeman, how you doing? I'm doing great, Ryan. I appreciate you having me on this morning. As you can tell, it's a Friday morning. We got announcements going on. It's going to be a it's going to be a great morning. So I'm really glad you're here. If you would, before we jump right, I know I know you well and uh, our athletic directors, but some of our audience, uh, I think you know everybody in Paulding County mostly. But tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, anything you want to kind of share about your story? You know, I know you've been a successful principal and athletic director. You know, the thing on you is good character and good common sense leadership. Tell us a little bit about your story. Well, you mentioned Laura and Kylie and Ella Kate, and, and certainly, you know, they're my world. Uh, that, you know, I, I love those guys and uh, they're my rocks. And um, I always tell everybody I've made a lot of good decisions over the years and I've also made a lot of bad ones. But, uh, you know, the Lord's blessed me greatly in so many ways, uh, but I always say one of the best decisions I ever made in my life was convincing a, a beautiful young lady from Harrelson County uh, that I would make her a good husband. And 22 years later in December, you know, we've built an awesome life together and have two incredible and beautiful daughters. Um, they're my biggest supporters and I'm theirs. Um, you know, like I say, they're, they're my rock and, and they say that uh, behind every good man, there's a greater woman. Um, and I always use this little story when I talk about Laura, uh, you know, the old country comedian, Jerry Clower, once said that if the Lord had handed him a piece of clay and asked him to mold it into the perfect image of a wife for himself, he would have molded it into the exact image of his wife. And, that, and that's the way I feel about Laura. She's, uh, she's incredible and allows me to do so many things and supports me. Um, as do Kylie and Ella Kate. Um, you know, as far as my story, I always laughingly say uh, that I'm about as Paulding County as you can get. I was born and raised here, uh, went to school K through 12 in the Paulding County School District, um, and I'm starting or in my 25th year working in the district. So I've never sat in a desk as a student or, or worked in another school district. Um, and, you know, I'm proud of that. Uh, I, I say, you know, this county has been good to me and my family. And, you know, I know it doesn't always work out that way for everyone where they, they, they're born and raised in a county and never leave there. Um, but, you know, I always used to tell students, no matter where you wind up, always remember where you came from. I had a high school football coach, Ken Phillips, who used to tell us all the time to, to never forget and to be very proud of where we came from. And, um, and I'm certainly that. Um, one of my one of my favorite musicians is Kenny Chesney, and he has a song entitled "Back Where I Come From." And you know, one line of it says, "Some say it's a backwards place, 
narrow minds on a narrow wage, but I make it a point to say that that's where I come from. And that's, that's how I feel about Paulding County. Um, as far as, you know, my 25 years in the district, uh, once upon a time, you know, I wanted to be a, a high school social studies teacher and a head baseball coach. And I thought I would retire from that. Um, and I, I say the Lord had different plans. And uh, when I was at Kennesaw State University finishing up my degree in education, I had the great opportunity to, to student teach here in the county at Matthews, which was our alternative school at the time. And, you know, two very important things happened there that kind of changed my mindset as far as my future in education. I got to work with some incredible kids who, who all of them had had a very tough go in their life at that point. And, you know, their home situations were not great. They had uh, lots of needs and, and needed lots of attention and love. And uh, what we could do for them there was, was much more than curriculum and instruction and covering standards. Um, and, and those kids had a huge impact on me as far as the way I looked at education. And then the second thing that happened that I was just greatly blessed to get to work with some incredible people there and educators like Marty Turner and Linda Seegers and Carol Figpin, Carol McLeod, Scott Swafford, Dale Morris, just some great people that I learned so many things from and I'll, I'll be forever grateful to those guys. So I stayed there at the alternative school for five years and and uh, left to go to East Paulding High School where I taught and was an assistant baseball coach for three years. And um, there I also met uh, an incredible person, Ronnie Green, who was the head baseball coach there. Ronnie was a heck of a coach and, and, and had a heart of gold. And outside of my dad, he was the hardest working man I'd ever encountered up to that point in my life. And Unfortunately, we lost Ronnie several years back, and, and the baseball field at, at East Paulding is named after him today. Um, so I was there with, with Ronnie teaching and coaching for three years, and um, I left there to take my first job in administration, an assistant principal's job at Hiram High. You know, Marty Turner that I mentioned earlier gave me an opportunity to get into administration, and so I was there at Hiram for 12 years, and, and it was 12 just incredible years you know, two and a half of those years as an assistant principal and two and a half as a assistant principal athletic director and then went on to be the principal there for seven years. Um, tons of great relationships, you know, were developed there as well as tons of great memories. Um, and at Hiram High, I met Eddie Fincher, who was a great mentor for me and I learned so much from him. Um, I left Hiram to take the principal's job at East Paulding High School, where I stayed for three years. Um, it was a great experience, and I got to work again with some awesome people. And I loved being a high school principal, you know, but after, after 10 years of sitting in that chair, um, I was pretty worn down and, and ready for something different and felt like the Lord was leading me to do something different. And this position I'm currently in came open, and I felt led to accept it, and, and I'm currently in my third year of um, overseeing hospital homebound for the school district and athletics, and, and then I also serve as the uh, district hearing officer for all of our tribunals. But it's, uh, it's been an incredible 25 years, and I'm very thankful for every position I've been in, every person I've met, you know, every re relationship that, that, that's been made. So. Uh, Paulding County, as I said, has been very good to me. 
Well, it, it's really early in the morning to be quoting Kenny Chesney. I like it. Mr. <laughs> That's really good. Absolutely. So, you know, one thing I really like about, you know, you don't just – put these where you actually do this you don't just say it you put your family first and that's that's been hard for me me and you've had several conversations about that um I, I love the fact that you you work so hard but you're, you're very articulate about how you're going to use your time you're in the mornings early you're, you're going to put your family first and I've just always admired that about you you know looking at athletics that's what we're kind of harping on when you played baseball at Kennesaw State can you point out to some things or some lessons you learned that helped shape you into the person you are today? Absolutely. Athletics, you know, I, I can't imagine where I would be without athletics in my life. It's had such a major impact and, and taught me so much. Um, you know, I started playing baseball when I was four years old. And, and not long after that, you know, started playing football and basketball and, um, was able to play all three of those sports in high school and was fortunate enough to get to play baseball in college at Kennesaw State. Um, you know, athletics have certainly taught me the value of uh, hard work and commitment and perseverance and fighting through adversity, setting goals, um, being a good teammate, and certainly getting to be a part of something bigger than yourself. Um, and I could just go on and on about all the qualities and the things that it's instilled in me. Um, and, and you need all those to be successful in life, in my opinion. Um, you know, and athletics has taught me, you know, you only get out what you put in. You reap what you sow. Um, my dad, who was my greatest coach in life and, and coached me all the way through, you know, Little League and the sports I participated in, uh, he instilled in me early on that, that it, took no athletic ability whatsoever to give 100% every day and, and to work every day to be better than you were the day before. Um, look, I, I was not the greatest athlete. I'll be the first to tell you that. I was not always the best player on the team, but I was always determined that no one was going to outwork me. Um, I always knew that I wanted to play college baseball, and, and I was fortunate and very blessed to get to play at Kennesaw State where I got to be a member of the, you know, the 1994 NAIA National Championship team there. Got to play with some incredible players and, and certainly play for an awesome coach, Mike Sansing, who is still there today and, and has had a ton of success with that program. And it has certainly grown tremendously over the years. Um, and he had a great influence on me um, as did those players and, and, and modeling for me. You know, I thought I knew a lot about baseball when I got there and found out real quick that uh, there was a lot more to learn. Um, so it's just had a huge influence on me. I, I can't imagine where I would be without the influence of athletics in my life. That's so good. It's so good to hear your story and how that's kind of took off and molded you to who you are. And I think the cool thing about as coaches, we don't always know the fingerprints we're going to leave on somebody's legacy. You know, you've been able to affect so many people uh, because of that Kennesaw State coach and because of all the experiences you've had uh, on, on different teams and coaching, and it's, uh, it's really cool. You know, you started the Coach of the Month program here in Paulding County. That's something I think you do a really good job of. You don't just recognize one school. You recognize everybody evenly. You get out to the sporting events evenly and recognize and put on a great show for our entire county. If you could 
tell coaches anything, you know, as far as advice goes, what would you do if you, if you had an opportunity to speak directly to every coach? I know that's really hard in a district that's this large, but what's some advice you would give coaches, especially right now? Sure. You know, and I know all coaches know this, but gosh, I just think we need to constantly be reminded of it. Um, it's just to always make sure you care more about the athlete than the results. Um, that's tough, you know, because most people judge you based on your wins and losses. Um, but we have to stay focused, I think, on building young men and women uh, that will go out into this world and, and make a positive difference long after they leave our athletic programs. Um, and I firmly believe that if you create the right culture and put your focus on the right things, that those wins will come, and not just on the scoreboard, but, but also with the impact that you will have in shaping people's lives and making our world a better place. Um, you know, and I know with COVID-19, it's been tough, and, and we've been challenged with things and faced with obstacles that we never have before. And, and you know, every chance I get, I want to thank our coaches so much for, for – uh, meeting all those obstacles and all those things have been put in front of us and and working so hard to make sure that our kids have an opportunity uh, to be on those fields and courts and on those cross-country paths and um, it's been a challenge you know that I mean you guys the five high school athletic directors no one has um, you know met those challenges and experienced those challenges more than you guys and and uh, so I would just encourage those coaches to stay the course, to believe in what you're doing, to believe in your kids, to continue to pour into them, and, and to know that you're making a huge difference um, in their lives and, and that they watch you. You know, you got to constantly remember to model what you expect to see from them. And, and um, certainly when adversity hits, that you got to be that steady rock, and, and, and a lot of them don't, don't have that at home, and they look to you more, you know, not just as a coach, but, but as a parent figure, you know. So, they, um, so those coaches, man, I, I would just encourage them and, and, and tell them that they are making a difference, and certainly they get paid pennies for the hours that they work uh, when I think a lot of people have a misconception that, um, that you make a lot of money coaching, and that's certainly not the case. Uh, those guys do it because they love kids and they love making a difference in those kids' lives. Absolutely. I think we're so lucky. We got so many good coaches, you know, of course, here at North Paulding and brag on us, but throughout the, throughout the entire district, they're just good people first. And Absolutely. Really so if we were to look at student athletes, you know, and talk to them for a second, because we, we have a lot of, of, of those young kids listening. They'll stop by and critique me uh, every week on my episode. It's pretty fun. <laughs> but if you were to have a chance to talk to every student athlete, you know, just kind of the same question with them, uh, what would you tell them right now? You know, I would tell them that, that regardless of what's going on right now in our world with, with COVID and with everything else, that – you know, my, my thing is, is to continue to focus on what I think are the three main things with those student athletes, and that would be to work hard every day, um, to be an awesome teammate, and, and to have fun. Man, have fun with what you're doing. Be fully committed to, to whatever sport you're participating in and fully committed to your team. Um, 
you know, sports are no fun, I, I don't think, when you approach them half-heartedly. You know, you got to be all in and committed to the team's goals above your personal goals. And I would just encourage those athletes to listen to their coaches, to work hard, uh, whether they're a starter or they're working to try to get more playing time or, you know, to find their place on the team and, and to constantly look for ways to get better. Um, and again, just, just to be a good teammate and, uh, um, make sure that you're a good teammate during the good times when you're winning and things are going well and during the difficult times, you know, when when things maybe are not going as well and, and you haven't won or been successful as you want to be and that you're constantly looking for ways to help the team get better. And, and I would just encourage those guys that, um, you know, to continue to do that. And the main thing is to have fun and, and to make those great memories and, I think everybody, regardless of if you're the star player or, or you're a second string player or a third string player, you want to be remembered as a good teammate, as a great teammate, as someone who contributed, who was always there and had their, had their teammates back, so to speak, and, and worked hard. And uh, when you get years down the road, you, 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 wanna, you want your teammates to look back and remember you as that type person. Absolutely. You know, we, we kind of hit on this in March. I was having a real hard time in April uh, just being cooped up and not having the normalcy. You did a really good job of encouraging me and our athletic directors and coaches that, hey, we're, we're going to get back to it. We're going to find a way. And I think, you know, at the time we're recording this, the, the Braves won last night, three and three to one up, and it just feels there's some normalcy back with, with watching pro sports. But I think even more important for our community is high school athletics and, and football and all the fall sports that are going on. You know, we started talking about the safety plan in April, May, and really slowly rolled it out in June. And you guys have done such a good job with safeties first. It's always going to be our number one priority and keeping kids and families safe. But why was it so important to you and our district to keep athletics moving forward? You know, we've seen all kinds of things across our country. Why was that such an important component to you? Well, you know, you hit the nail on the head. I think always from the very beginning of this, the number one thing has always been the safety of our athletes and our coaches and our fans. But, and, and you know, I do want to say, gosh, my heart is still broken for our athletes last spring uh, when they left on March 13th and, and, you know, had no idea that that was it for them. You know, they, they weren't going to get to come back and compete and those seniors just breaks my heart for them. Um, but that also in my mind made it that much more important um, to not go through that again, that we had to look for every opportunity to get our athletes back on the fields and on the courts. And, but we also had to find a way to do that safely. You know, and I will say, I think the George High School Association has done a, a phenomenal job of giving our athletes that opportunity to get back on the fields and the courts and competing this fall. Um, you know, in my mind, we couldn't let COVID-19 continue to keep us shut down. We, we had to put protocols and guidelines in place to make it as safe as possible. But athletics are so important. And, and, and you know that to, in the mindset of the student athlete and the school and, and our community. And it was just so important 
for, for those guys to be able to get back out there and for our community to rally behind them and support them and, and, and to do it in a safe way. You know, we, we, we certainly understand what's going on around us and, and we want to take every precaution. Um, but I think for the emotional health of our kids and in our community, we needed uh, athletics and to get back on the field so badly. Um, and I think it's, it's been tremendous uh, to do that. And it certainly had a, a very positive impact on our kids and our community. Um, and I hope we're able to continue to move forward in keeping our athletes safe, but, but in also providing them, you know, to finish out this fall season and to get cranked up with winter sports and then head into the spring. You know, my prayer and my desire is that those athletes get, um, get to stay out there and get to keep competing. And, and uh, that's just so important and it has such a major impact um, on the culture of the school and, and on the mindset of those kids. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned there. Those are some great, you know, they're great answers, but more important to me, they're, they're things that, that you put in place and that we're, we're all trying to follow. And coaches are really the ones that have done a great job. The mindset of kids is just so different. You can see them light up. You know, when they're walking around, they're at, even kids who don't play sports are, are able to attend a little bit here and there, you know, watch online. It's just a different feel, and uh, can't thank you enough for all you've done there. You know, this next question is going, going to be a tough one for you, but you, you talk about your dad who, who passed away a lot, and we, we talked a little bit on this earlier. You never know what somebody's impact is going to be on other people. Like, I never met your dad. You know, I you talk to Andy Dorsey a lot, who, who – who talks about your dad and, and Brad and all these people, but I never met your dad, but he's had an impact on me through you. But if you were to just talk about your dad a little bit, you know, what are some things that he put in place to, in you that you're able to live out now and keep his legacy going? Well, you know, I, I could talk for the rest of the day about my dad and, and certainly it's hard for me to get, not get emotional when I talk about him. Um, he was definitely my guy. He, he was my hero and my best friend. And as I said earlier, my, my greatest coach, not just in sports, but in life in general. Um, he was my best man at my wedding. And gosh, he was uh, my biggest supporter. And just uh, I learned so many things from him. And he modeled so many great attributes for me over the years. Uh, you know, it's funny of all the memories I have of him. Um, one of the greatest memories that I have is that, that, that he was a big man and I, I can still see him squatted down with a catcher's mitt um, in our driveway in our little turnaround warming me up before I went to pitch in a little league baseball game. That that scene happened hundreds of times over the years. And, uh, you know, to me, he was just bigger than life and he, and he taught me so many things that have been so valuable to me. And, um, but I would say the greatest thing that he modeled for me every day was hard work. You know, he believed that you got up every morning and, and you put in a full day's work, even on the days that, that you weren't feeling well or had other things you'd rather be doing. Um, and he also loved in a big way. You know, he, he had a huge heart and was all about taking care of his family and serving others. Um, you know, I, I can say he also taught me that what are you going to do about it approach to life? You know, if things weren't going the way I wanted, you know, if I wasn't doing well in school, if I, if 
I was not doing well on the team I was playing with, or I was not necessarily happy with what was going on, not doing well on the field. You know, or even, it's funny, even if I mentioned, hey, there's this really pretty girl in my third period class, and I, uh, you know, his approach was always, well, what are you going to do about it? You know, what what are you going to do to change the situation or make things better? Or, um, And I knew that was him telling me that, that I needed to take a good long look in the mirror and figure out what I needed to do to change the situation, um, that I couldn't control the actions of those people around me, but but I could control me and my approach and my attitude and my determination for making things better. And uh, man, like I say, he just modeled that for me. Um, he, he was a great athlete himself. So I, you know, I, I certainly, um, not only took tons of advice and, and saw things from him uh, athletically, but like I say, just just in life in general, he was. Uh, uh, I miss him every day, but I'm so thankful for the the time that, that that I did get to spend with him and that I had him, and just the huge impact that that he left on me. And um, you, you know, and I have to mention my mom too. She's an incredible lady, and. Uh, my dad, he uh, he worked hard, but he played hard also. And he, uh, you know, uh, she was a big supporter of him. And and uh, as I said, he just, uh, I can't imagine, I'm very blessed that I had a dad like him um, to be able to learn from. And, and as I said, that just modeled those things every day that that, that impact me today. And I, and I try to make sure that everything that I do uh, every decision I make, every action, I, I want him certainly to be proud of that. Well, we we know he's very proud of you. That, that's for sure. We know that. Um, gosh, what a what a great statement there. You know, when you talk about your dad and you talk about standards and and hard work, and, and I know that some of those are going to bleed over. Um, talk a little bit about the goals and standards you have for for overall. You know, something I really respect about you is you. you we want to be great at a few things. You know, every year we're trying to do a, a couple things really well, you know, essentialism. And talk just a little bit about your overall goals and standard for, for Paulding County Athletics in general. Sure. You know, I mean, the first thing I would say is, look, man, we, we all compete to win. We want to win. You know, I, I, I say all the time, I, I'm one of the most competitive people you'll ever be around if, if you and I sit down to play a game of checkers, man, I want to beat you. I want to win. You know, I'm very competitive, um, and there's no doubt about it that all of our coaches and our programs, we want to win. We, we want to win and experience success. Um, I want our programs to strive to win region and state championships. And, um, but I also want to make sure that we do things the right way. Uh, you know, we want, we want first-class programs that compete hard, um, yet in the process, they display awesome sportsmanship and, and character in everything that they do. Um, you know, I hate losing. I hate losing as most coaches do, but, I, but certainly you can live a little more with the losses if you know that things are being done the right way and there's a commitment to getting better. Um, you know, I would like to see our programs. One thing is, is just continue to expand in the area of, of serving our community. I think it's so important and I'm all about servant leadership and I think it's important for our coaches 
you know, to constantly provide opportunities for their players to ser serve others in the community, um, whether that's at a church or a nursing home or a food pantry or, you know, doing yard work for the elderly in the community. There's just so many ways to serve and to help our student athletes understand the importance of giving back, you know, certainly that they've been blessed to be able to, to have the ability to compete in sports and, and that athletics and be a part of a program. And so um, I want us to win. I want us to do it the right way. And I certainly want all of our student athletes um, when they finish playing in a program at a school, um, I want them to be very well-rounded and understand that it's about competing hard and being successful, but it's also about um, giving back what you've been given, so to speak, and, and making sure that um, you never take anything for granted and that, that you show in every, every chance you get that you show your thankfulness for being able to compete in athletics and, and, um, and, and that's important. I think that it's important for our community to understand that we're not just putting those athletes on the field and it's not just all about football or baseball or, or wrestling or whatever sport they're competing in, but it's about them understanding um, that, that they're also building other great attributes within that program. And I think serving the community and, and those opportunities certainly help do that. Yeah, that's very powerful when you talk about servant leadership and, and getting out and people seeing the Paulding County logos and the school logos and just, you know, being visual in our community and being a standard. That's so good. You know, we talked about that, you know, during the times we're in. The cream's going to rise to the crop, but we can't just throw our hands up and say, oh, COVID or this or that. We, we got to continue to figure out ways, and that, that's so powerful. Something else I thought that, that's really cool that, that you do, you know, we look throughout other states and other – districts or whatever it may be and, and most of them are really good and we get we get good ideas from them but your comment is always you know we're, we, we're going to control the controllables you know this is what we're doing in our district we're going to do the next right thing right and that's what we're going to do and I think that's really powerful when you just break it down uh, like that this next topic is uh, one of my favorite topics to discuss with you uh, I always wear you out about this because I have a very strong fear that I'm not being a good enough parent for my kids or good enough husband for my wife and I if you could talk to parents or or look back on you know raising your two wonderful girls is there anything you would just say overall about being a parent of an athlete or being a parent in general you know as far as being a parent and be whether it's of an athlete or or, or just being a parent in general in my mind the number one thing is to support and encourage your son or daughter support what they're involved in, constantly encourage them um, to make sure they're having fun, you know, to make sure it's enjoyable for them and they're committed to it. And, and, and you're constantly having conversations with them about what's going on and you're talking them through the process of, of uh, you know, of enjoying it and, and being a part of that team or a part of that program. and. You know, look, parents are not always going to agree with every decision that a head coach makes if their son or daughter's playing. And, uh, but I think it's so important to speak positive words and to be encouraging no matter what's going on. Um, every child, I mean, every parent wants their child to be successful and to have a great experience um, with the sport they're participating in or, or program, you know, whether that's dance or ballet or gymnastics or, 
Um, and, and, and that's what we want as well from, from a district as far as for our student athletes and, and the programs and them participating. And, and obviously that, that's easier when things are going well, you know, when your child's being successful. And, and that's not just with sports. You know, if your child's making good grades and not having any discipline problems, then, then it's easier. It's easier to have those conversations. And, and it's, it's sometimes or all the time more enjoyable to have those, uh, you know, when they're the starter or they're one of the best players on the team. Um, but, you know, in sports, just like in life or in those other things you're participating in, you're going to get knocked down a lot. You're going to have plenty of setbacks and disappointments. And, and I believe that it's how, as parents, we help them to respond to those tough times. That's going to define them as a person in the future. You know, you, you, you challenge a, a man or a woman when, or, or a young student athlete uh, when adversity hits. And, and you, how they respond to that, and how we as parents help them to respond to that, um, it's just so important. I just think that communication uh, with your son or daughter or child um, and just talking through the process. And again, it, it all goes back to me. I know this sounds simple, but just making sure they're having fun and they're enjoying it and they're learning things from it. And um, so just, just that encouragement and support, I think, is so essential as a parent uh, every day with your child. And I think it goes back to that, you know, you, you've always told me over the, over the years is, you know, this time's going to pass very quickly. And you, you talk a lot about that. And sometimes we get in the rat race where, you know, Kenny and I were talking every night we're, we are on a field or on a basketball court. And that's a great life. You know, it, I think if you sign up for athletics, you don't need the Friday nights or the Saturday nights. Uh, it's a mission for you, but these times are going to pass and, and, you know, really trying to be where your feet are and enjoy them. That's something you've always, always taught me. And I absolutely, that. Um, you know, this last question here, I think is a tough one and I hope it doesn't happen for a long time because I'm blessed to work for you and, and more importantly, learn from you. Um, but what do you want to, your legacy to be here um, as you move to a different position one day or, or hopefully not for a long time, like I said, but what, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, you've left a legacy throughout the district already, uh, you know, at Hiram and East Paulding and different places. But what do you want your legacy to be in this current position as county athletic director? And I know you wear a million different other hats, but just speaking currently about the county athletic director. You know, again, I, I think it's so important. You and I have talked about this before. I, I, I try not to get caught up in titles. Um, I, I I want to be a servant. I, I want, I would, you know, I would hope that, that I would be remembered as someone who, who served and supported people um, and just trying to do everything possible to, to figure out ways, to look for ways to support and serve our programs and constantly recognize um, all of our athletic programs and be there as much as possible. You know, I, I try to get to as many games and things uh, as I can throughout the district. I think that's important, um, just being there and, and those coaches and those athletes knowing that you support them. Um, so really just, you, you know, just serving the people. I, I just think that, that that's what you do. You know, you get right beside folks and you say, hey, I'm here 
you know, I may not always be able to to get you everything you need or want, but I'm going to try to figure out a way to help do that. Um, I'm going to figure out a way if you come to me to try to make your program better, whether that's purchasing some new piece of equipment or whether that's a, you know, a program that you want to put in place to help with the culture of your, of your program, but just service and support. You know, I know that's, that's, um, a lot of times that's not the, the, the answer that it's not a glorious answer, I guess, but man, that's just, I just think that's what, um, you, you know, based on what I believe in my faith, that's what we're supposed to do every day. You know, we're here, you know, I always say the greatest man ever to walk the face of the earth came to serve. And so we, we should follow that and, and model that every day. And, and certainly that's what I would want you know, coaches and, and you guys, the athletic directors, to, to, to realize and to think and say that, that man, I, I may not always have the, all, all the answers, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to figure out, help you figure out, try to, to get those answers and that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be willing to, to support you and do whatever I can to try to make all of our programs better in the county. Well, that's so good. You're definitely, definitely doing that, and we can't say thank you enough. You know, I think it was cool if we had a couple, you know, I'm always tossing ideas about who to interview next or who to get on the show. Um, we just had our a group of coaches' wives that come in on the show uh, last week. It'll be released soon. But they talked about, you know, just the importance of showing up, you know, no matter how you feel or, or what you do and, and the support of just being visual and, and letting people know you're, you're there for them. And I think you're definitely doing that. So if you got coaches' wives saying validating that, that's a that's a pretty cool statement. So absolutely, on behalf of all our coaches, wives, our coaches, athletic directors, and entire community in Pawnee County, thanks for all you do. Um, it's a it really is a, a privilege and a, a great experience for me and, and my family to to work with you. So thank you and thank you for being on the show today. Absolutely, Ryan. I appreciate you having me. And again, I'm very thankful um, for you and for the four other high school athletic directors and and. Uh, um, and for this county, for the, you know, for all of our teams at all five high schools. And, um, you know, I hope, uh, again, man, I, I want success for them. And, and, and I just want to look for ways to help make that happen uh, for every team across our district. So I appreciate you for having me on. It was certainly an honor to be on here this morning and, and to be able to talk a little bit. Yes, sir. We, we, we can't say thank you enough, especially for for hitting Kenny Chesney, you know, at 8.15. <laughs> that was a Absolutely. Good, good start to the show for sure. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in for another episode of our 1% North Paulding Athletics podcast. Let's go out and make it a great day. Man, I love what Mr. Freeman said as he spoke to all of his coaches and people in leadership, just that people matter more than projects. Relationships matter over results. And I loved how he continued to focus on that. You know, the cool thing about Mr. Freeman, he doesn't just talk about it. He models it every day. So we thank him for all he does for Paulding County Athletics in general and for me in general. Thanks everyone for listening. Have a great day.